Rise and shine with the Word of God. Wake up Saturday mornings with a purpose. Tune in at 10 a.m. and join Antonia Roman as she sings and reads the Word of God. The Word of God will give you insight for the purpose in your life. listeners and their feedback. Today we will hear from one of our listeners. Hi, I just want to say a few things about this podcast. This amazing podcast, Word of God with Antonio Roman, it is just so uplifting. It is what we need right now in this crazy, crazy um, times that we're living in. I know that I have been so much sadder and just depressed. And of course, you know, we all have other things that are happening in our lives. And when I'm feeling, um, these things, I tune into this podcast because it really does make a difference and it just makes my day so much better. So tune in to word of God with Antonio Roman. Now here is your host, Antonia Roman. I have been I have been so dismissed. I have been left behind. When no one comes to be by my side I've been so alone No one comes near me I've been so alone No one even cares I've been left behind I've been left behind I've been left behind and no one cares Good morning, good morning Good morning, my friends I hope you have awakened, refreshed today. <laughs> Good morning, my friends. Good morning. I hope that you are ready to dive into the Word of God. We're going to be picking up where we left off last week. We're actually going to be finishing the book of Haggai today. So I hope that you have had um, a good week. And even if you had a challenging week or you had many things you had to face this past week, it is now the weekend. And this is the time where you can refresh yourself, rejuvenate yourself, get a spark out of God's word because it gives you life. And most of all, continue to press forward with everyday purpose. So my friends, I want to um, say that I am quite excited because today makes our 100th 
episode. And uh, I just wanted to share with you that when I was tugged in my heart by God to start this podcast a while back, I didn't really know what it meant. I didn't really know what God was about to do or I just I didn't understand why I would even do a podcast. But I wanted to share very quickly with you the story about how it came to be. I had been for a while been given songs by God. God has always blessed me to give me songs and most of the time I'll just go and I'll record the song a cappella on my phone and have it in a folder, you know, and I would just thank God for the song. And as you know, during the premise of this entire podcast, you'll on occasion hear me sing a tune here or there, a melody, something that God has imparted into my heart. And uh, so I, this was happening for a while to me, and I, I didn't understand, like, wow, why was I given all this? <laughs> and... Um, and then one day I just heard the voice that said, you know, uh, you're supposed to start doing uh, a podcast. But let me backtrack a little bit about how that was confirmed. <laughs> I happened to be attending an event, uh, which was a conference. As you all know, I'm in the film and television industry here in California, like everyone else, trying to pursue the dream and the purpose God has for my life according to his will and I was at a conference and normally at that conference I would attend specific classes specific sessions seminars workshops according to my field and this year a couple of years ago it just so happens that they had added a program which had to do with podcasts because obviously podcasts had become very um, you know popular and they were starting to become successful well lo and behold I for some reason uh, was supposed to go into one room <laughs> and I ended up going into another room and it happened to be the room of podcasts and since they had already started the session and I was already listening I was like well I'm not just gonna get up now and leave I'll leave after this session. Well, it ended up being folks, friends. I was in that room for the entire eight hours of the day as different presenters and speakers and uh, programming hosts and radio hosts just kept coming in and out to do different presentations about podcasting. And I remember (laughs) uh, during lunchtime, which was also in the same room. You didn't have to go anywhere. <laughs> One of the um, w- women that I know that I see on occasion at this conference, because it's a, a yearly conference, she came up to me. She was like, hi, Anthony. And I was like, hi. And she says to me, she goes, what are you doing in this room? This is about podcasting. Aren't you usually in like in the film and television rooms? And I looked at her and I said, yeah, I usually am. But I don't know, for some reason, I'm just here, (laughs) right? So the conference comes and goes. I get information about podcasting. Little did I know, then I just hear this voice that says, you're going to start doing a podcast. 
and you're going to start doing a podcast about my word. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't really have an audience. I'm not really popular. I really don't, you know, don't have major equipment or anything like that. And um, the Lord just tugged at my heart and said, you don't need all that. You have your phone. That's more than enough. You can just record it. Or you have your computer. You can just record it. And that's how the podcast started. <laughs> I literally just started sharing God's word and just sharing what the Holy Spirit would share with me and what was in my heart. And here we are today in our 100th episode. And I give all the praise and glory to my Heavenly Father because I was obedient in what He asked me to do. And I wanted to make sure that whatever I did, I could do it correctly unto him and here I am talking to you my friends (laughs) on this special day and um, just knowing that God is in the forefront of this entire thing he's the one who's been guiding me he's the one who's been leading me and he's the one who's been sustaining me and I've had people you know talk to me about the podcast because this is not one of those podcasts that is like, you know, all over the world. It is. I mean, it, it does travel all over the world. Like once I upload it, it goes into other channels and other people hear it. And I get to see how many people from other countries. So those that are listening right now and are hearing me and you are listening from another country, I thank you so much for tuning in faithfully every Saturday to hear God's word. Because we do know that the, the gospel has to be spread all over the world, right? So it could touch hearts, change lives. And, um, and how appropriate it is today for us to reach our 100th episode. And we're finishing the last tail end of the book of Haggai. So my friends, quick recap <laughs> uh, of what we've been uh, you know, reading in Haggai, as you know, a messenger was sent to the, uh, the Judah community. They had reestablished themselves. They had started to build the temple. However, the temple was uh, left alone, wasn't completed, but they themselves went about their own lives, uh, setting their priorities uh, straight for themselves, but not for God. Haggai is asked to come to the community, speak to the community, let the community know, hey, you guys have left the temple unattended. It must be finished. God has given you the resources, Uh, there's no excuses, you can't deny it, blah, blah. And they realize, yes, you're right, we can't deny it. We have to build a temple, we have been given the resources. So they start to rebuild the temple. They start to get their priorities straight. And at first, the people were making excuses about, hey, you know, I can't really do this right now, you know, my timing, I don't have enough time. But they were like, but God was like, no, you have to set the priorities straight. And in doing so, then God pretty much said, you know, uh, to the people that he would be with them as they continue to do this. Because he has always been with them. And that they were not to confuse themselves or think that just because they're going to rebuild the temple, that it was going to take away any sin that they had currently still been caught up in or... um, were not attending to in what God wanted them to do, but that they still had to bring and surrender their hearts fully over to the Lord. And in doing so, God made it very clear to them, I will bless you 
for your obedience. So the community started started to be obedient again. They started to set their priorities straight and started to rebuild the temple and go forward with the resources. And God made it very clear to them that they didn't have to compare what the old temple was and looked like and to what the new temple was going to be. Because God's glory was going to be in this new temple even more. And he broke it down and explained to them that, yes, at that time when Solomon built that temple, it had all these adornments, right? All these decorations, all these jewels. I mean, it was spectacular. It was breathtaking. And that was that temple. But that this was now going to be a new temple, a new place that people can go and worship and be a part of in the temple and do things for God and do things with God and and for God. And uh, um it was going to serve its own purpose, this new temple, because God was doing something new in their lives. So now, my friends, we're going to pick it up to where we left off. We're going to start. We were in chapter 2 of Haggai, and we're going to read it starting in verse 15. And this is what it says. It says, And now carefully consider from this day forward, from before stone was laid upon stone in the temple of the Lord, since those days when one came to a heap of twenty ephahs, there were but ten. When one came to the wine vat to draw out fifty baths from the press, there were but twenty. I struck you with blight and mildew and hail and all the labors of your hands. Yet you did not turn to me, says the Lord. Consider now from this day forward, from the 24th day of the ninth month, from the day that the foundation of the Lord's temple was laid, consider it. Is the seed still in the barn? As yet the vine, the fig tree, the pomegranate, and the olive tree have not yielded fruit, but from this day forward, I will bless you. And then it says, verse 20, And again, the word of the Lord came to Haggai on the 24th day of the month, saying, Speak to Zerubbabel, governor of Judah, saying, I will shake heaven and earth. I will overthrow the throne of kingdoms. I will destroy the strength of the Gentile kingdoms. I will overthrow the chariots and those who ride in them. The horses and their riders shall come down, every one by the sword of his brother. In that day, says the Lord of hosts, I will take you, Zerubbabel, my servant, the son of Sheatiel, says the Lord, and will make you like a signet ring, for I have chosen you, says the Lord of hosts. Father, we just thank you, Father, for this word. We know that your word is truth, your word is life, your word is life. It gives us purpose, gives us understanding, and mostly what was going on at that time, back then, is something that we could apply to our lives today. So, Father, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for what's happening in this passage of scripture. We thank you for the blessings that you're bestowing upon the community. 
And we just thank you for your word in Jesus' name. Amen. So my friends, you know, what is happening here, right? We're at the tail end of this chapter, this book in Haggai. And what the Lord was saying to the community was, yeah, you had built your own homes, right? Because we had discussed that uh, a few weeks ago. You had built your own homes. And there were times that even though you set the priorities straight for yourself and you did things for yourself and you went about your everyday life and you worked and you were also always seeking everyday life necessities, there were times that you always found yourself still lacking, even though you were going forward with your everyday life. But now that you have turned back to me, and you're going to now to continue to build this temple, because now you've set your priorities straight, and you're going to be obedient. From this day forward, God is saying, I'm going to bless you. Meaning they're not going to lack. Meaning they're not going to have less than what they had. They're going to have more. Because when he breaks it down, when he says, you know, uh, when those days when one came to heap of 20 ephahs, there were but 10. But then one came to the wine vat to draw out 50 from the press, but there were 20, right? Because you did not turn to me. The labors of your hands were not producing. God was telling them. At this moment, it wasn't producing, even the labors that you were doing with your hands were not producing an abundance, were not producing the correct amount of things that had to be produced while you were doing it. But God was explaining now that from this day forward, that he was going to go ahead now and he was going to refill those barns again. He was going to refill uh, what they needed in its entirety and that they were not going to lack and that what they put their hands to now were going to be 100% uh, now uh, a harvest that was going to be produced. What happens, my friends, is that a lot of times, you know, we will say to ourselves, well, I want to go ahead and I want to do this for God, but is it going to uh, produce something? Is it going to give me something? What am I going to gain out of it, right? Uh, we spoke about this uh, a couple of weeks ago or so, where we talk about, you know, how many times have we been asked to be part of ministry, but what is our motive behind the ministry, right, that we're doing? Is it really truly to gain souls for the kingdom, work on God's behalf, or do we have another agenda that we ourselves are just looking out for ourselves, and we're just trying to gain for ourselves, so he's saying here that, you know, that he will bless them again, that the fruit will become a harvest. The seeds that were planted will produce fruit. Because my friends, a lot of times, you know, we can go around in our lives thinking that we're planting seeds in certain places. And then we turn around and we see that there has not been any fruit from it that um, it just went on by the wayside, that nothing came out of it. And we have to ask ourselves, why did that happen? Did we plant a seed without it being God's purpose of us planting that seed? 
Were we supposed to even have planted the seed where we were, where we went and planted it? Uh, were we supposed to be even planting seeds right now? These are all questions we ask ourselves. That's why we have to follow God's lead. We have to follow his guidance. We have to follow his agenda. We have to go according to his priorities in our lives. When we don't follow God's priorities, my friends, what ends up happening is we end up just following our own priorities. And when we follow our own priorities, sometimes we don't end up accomplishing anything. There are many times even in my life, my friends, that I have to constantly ask myself, am I supposed to be doing this? Should I be a part of this? (laughs) Am I supposed to be um, doing this? God, did you ask me to do this? Is this something that I'm supposed to be a part of? Should I spend my time on this? Am I wasting time on this? When you didn't ask me to do this, am I setting myself up to be a part of something that I'm not supposed to be a part of? And am I going to waste time, precious time that my Heavenly Father has other things in store for me to do? So these are questions, my friends, that we sometimes have to ask ourselves. Because I asked a couple of weeks ago, I asked, you know, what are your priorities? Are we setting our priorities in place so that God could use us fully for what he has asked us to do? And have we stopped doing something that God asked us to do? Or did we never even start what he asked us to do, right? It's about being obedient and following up with what God has asked us to do. Many times, you know, uh, we get distracted because of everyday life, everyday priorities as well, that we just think are the number one things that we're supposed to be doing. But in God's word, it says it clearly, seek his kingdom first and all these other things will be added onto you. Meaning that a lot of times, and I'm at fault at that too, my friends, there's been many times that I've found myself working hours and hours and days and days and hours and hours. And then come like, you know, two or three weeks later, I still have nothing to show for it. I don't have a paycheck by it. <laughs> I didn't gain anything. It didn't help anybody else. It didn't. I didn't accomplish anything. And then I go back and I look back and I'm like, should I have even had even done that? Right? Because a lot of times... Listen, we don't have time to waste, my friends, right? We don't have time to waste. A lot of us go day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year going. Oh my gosh, the time is just flying. Where did the time go? And I still didn't accomplish that. I still didn't do this. I still didn't finish that. Because you have to ask yourself, is it something that you're doing unto the Lord? Is it something for the Lord? Is it something that the Lord has asked you to do? Or is it just your own agendas, right? Now, I'm not saying, my friends, that we don't have agendas. We have agendas. I go by a calendar. You all know that. I've said in the past, every day I wake up, I look at my calendar. What is in my calendar? Do I have appointments? Do I have a meeting? Um, You know, do I have um, a class? Do I have a work assignment? Whatever it is, I go by the calendar. So that's kind of like saying, yeah, you have an agenda. You go by a daily calendar, yes. But, But before all that, my agenda first is with my heavenly father it starts with him first because he's the one that I have to seek first in fulfilling 
what's my everyday purpose according to his will. And then all these other things that I'm going to do will follow, right? Uh, Because my objective every time is to make sure that I'm in alignment with what my Heavenly Father wants me to do in my life. And you're only going to know that, my friends, by staying in tune with God, by staying in relationship with Him, by praying with Him, meditating on Him, asking Him for... um, an understanding uh, that is clear in what you're supposed to be doing for everyday purpose in your life. And another thing is, my friends, is that we have to always make sure that we are doing what God has asked us to do. Um, Because a lot of times when we go down our own road, our own path, we end up going into possibilities of destruction, um, chaoticness, and most of all, not fulfilling what he has asked or has planned for our lives to be fulfilled. So when it says here, From this day, I will bless you. That is exactly what God is going to do. He will bless you, my friends. He will bless you as long as you have given him and done what he's asked you to do. As long as you have given yourself and surrendered to him. As long as you have been obedient to fulfill what he has asked you to do. And when he comes and he says to the governor of Judah, he asked the prophet Haggai to speak with the governor, Zerubbabel, governor of Judah. And he says to this, from this day forward, I will shake heaven and earth. I will overthrow the overthrow the throne of kingdoms. I will destroy the strength of the Gentile kingdoms. I will overthrow the chariots and those who ride in them. The horses and their riders shall come down, every one by the sword of his brother. In that day, says the Lord of hosts, I will take you, Zerubbabel, my servant, the son of Shealtiel, says the Lord, and I will make you a signet ring, for I have chosen you, says the Lord of hosts. What is he pretty much saying? He said, listen, guys, upon you building this temple, completing it, not only am I going to bless you and this entire community, I am going to make sure that the governor of this community, which is the leadership, is going to be blessed. And I am going to do a promise to them with the signet of the ring. Because the signet of the ring, my friends, it is giving the governor a place of a higher priority, personal comfort to God's work and true worship. So God will continue to give him not only promised strength and guidance, But he will make sure that 
they are protected by anyone that might come against them again. Because God is saying it very clearly on how he'll shake heaven and earth, how he'll overthrow the kingdoms, how he'll overthrow the chariots, meaning he will do it all over again to protect them and the community and the future generations, just like he did back in the time of Moses, parting the Red Sea and making sure that the people got to the other side. And he overthrew the same way chariots, the same way leaders back then, the same way he shook up the Egyptians, that he will do it again going forward with this time that is now. And he wanted um, him to know that the governor would be guaranteed that Zerubbabel would be guaranteed the authority that he was possessing and had. Because here's the thing, my friends. God was now saying, I make this promise to you, the leader of this community, so you can continue to go forward and be blessed. And yes, I get it. God was saying, you guys got caught up. You guys um, forgot about me. You guys forgot about the temple. You guys forgot about what, what was needed to have been completed. But you turn right back around. You now have adhered to the messenger that I sent this word to you. And you have now been obedient. And now you're going to start from this day forward as well. Worshipping me. Giving me true worship. Remembering always that from this day forward, I'm your priority. And everything else will be added on to you. You will be blessed. I will bless you. You will not lack anything. But you must fully turn to me and continue to go forward with this community in making sure that this community is healthy and in making sure that we start to instill again what future generations should be aware of. And my friends, look, I know that sometimes even in blessings, we might feel like I'm being blessed, but then I also have an assignment. (laughs) Or I'm being blessed, but I also have to do something. I'm being blessed, but this is the condition. Listen, God's word clearly says it to us. We're to honor him, we're to glorify him, we're to love on him. We're to follow his commandments. We're to read his word, we're to pray with him. We're to lift up praise and worship unto him. Sing a new song unto him. Live according to the life we're supposed to live, according to this Bible. And ultimately, we're supposed to share this with other people. 
But it's not that you look at it like, oh, in order for me to get blessed, this is what I have to do. No, because God loves you regardless and he'll bless you regardless. But what is beautiful about the blessing is that if you do follow what God asks you to do, you are just blessed beyond measure, my friend. So look, the same way that God sent the messenger in the book of Haggai to speak to the community, speak to the leaders there, reaffirm to the governor that they can continue to go forward and that they're going to bless them. And it's a sign and seal deal with God and the governor. God is telling the governor it's a sign deal. Continue to go forward with this community. Continue to prosper. Continue to um, bring forth generations who will continue to also honor me, worship me, praise me. And remember this time. And remember this new temple. And this new temple is going to serve as a place now for this community to worship, to come together and, and be together as a society, to come together and do the things according to what we're supposed to be doing for the Lord, serving one another, helping one another, encouraging one another, but ultimately always having Him first, the Lord first in our hearts. And then go about your day, finish your day with the other things you have to accomplish. But that I must always be the number one priority. My friends, I have to say that the book of Haggai has really given me an understanding of how God will use people to come and give us a message, a wake-up call, a reminder. Because sometimes we do forget about things that we started for the Lord And we don't finish it. Sometimes we do forget that we were supposed to fulfill something God asked us to do. Sometimes God even gives us timelines. He gives us dates. You know, if we we look at this clearly here in the scriptures, it's always identified different dates of when the messenger was speaking to people. Right, talking about like from month to month, for the nine month, this, this day, on this month. It's specific timing because God has his perfect timing. And I didn't go into all the details of the timings that are in this entire book. So if you want to go back and read it, you can have an idea. It starts in this month, then it goes to this month, then it goes to this month and this day. Do you have an idea how long it took this messenger to go give the word, the people to understand that they had to finish what they had started and where they were now? Right? What day is this? What month is this? Because God has a perfect timing. He has a perfect timing for our lives of the things we need to accomplish. He has a perfect timing for our lives of the things we need to do according to how he puts it on his calendar. Right? And the same way I spoke about calendars earlier, I have my own calendar. He wants me to ultimately look at his calendar first. Right? So, my friends, I just wanted to encourage you. I wanted to let you know that God loves you. I wanted to let you know that if you have started something that you haven't finished, let this be a message through this word that you have heard it clearly 
and it has tugged at your heart to remind you of what you need to finish for the Lord or what you even need to start to do for the Lord that you have maybe been putting off. Because God wants to bless us, my friends. He wants to make sure that we're fulfilling everyday purpose according to his will. Anything that you do in your life, my friends, you have to ask yourself, is this according to God's will? Many times we want to say, oh, I'm just doing it according to my will. I will do this. I will do that. I will go over here. I will go over there. Right? That's our will. But are we doing things according to God's will? To what he wants us to do? To how he wants us to see things and understand things? And my friends... This message has truly blessed me and I hope that it has blessed you because God had made it very clear um, that to the governor when he did the signet ring that he has chosen him and the same way God has chosen us, you and I, my friends. We have been chosen by God and we have to see the value in God in God's eyes and how we should be motivated to work for God to do things for God to answer the call in our lives for God so whenever you're feeling down my friends just remind yourself God has chosen me And I'm here to fulfill a purpose. And then just say, God, I want to be obedient. Just guide me to what I need to do. My friends, it has truly been a pleasure diving into the word of God again with you today. You know, always remember that if a messenger is sent your way, and a messenger could be your neighbor, could be a coworker, could be a friend, could be even a family member that comes your way to give you some type of encouragement. Remember that that person may just have been used by God to send you a message. Or if you hear the voice of God clearly in your ear gate, listen carefully. Choose wisely, like they say, right? But listen carefully. If that's God, would you know it is God? talking to you and what he would want you to do well my friends god bless you enjoy the rest of your weekend stand strong in the lord and know that god loves you and just keep putting him in top priority have a great week have a great weekend enjoy your time with your family and your friends But most of all, remember to include God in everything you do. God bless you. Antonia Roman is the author of Confessions of a Christian Woman, A Journey in Marriage, A New Beginning. In this book, Antonia shares her personal journey in marriage and how she used God's word to help her overcome verbal abuse. Tune in next Saturday as Antonia Roman continues to dive into the Word of God. The Word of God gives you insight for the purpose in your life.